the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Portions of the following program may be pre-recorded. The following program is sponsored by Bridgeway Community Church. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. It's Wisdom Wednesday. We're going to talk about the wisdom of your words. Hello, John Gruden. Come on, let's go. Live from our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. An expert on risks, religion, and relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Our phone lines are now open. 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. That's me. Your bridge-building voice right here in the nation's capital. It's Wisdom Wednesday out of Washington, D.C. on WAVA 105.1 FM, covering all of uh, parts of Virginia and Maryland and West Virginia and Pennsylvania and all of Washington. So glad to be hanging out with you. If you're new to the show, let me tell you how we roll. First of all, we've got Marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays. That's today. Tomorrow? Theological Thursday, and then open phone in Friday. Anything you want to talk to me about on Friday, it's fair game. And then on Saturdays, we have a special edition for you from 3 to 3.30 3 to 3.30 p.m. Check it out on this station, 105.1 FM. On Sundays, I preach three times at bridgeway.cc, so you can follow us online at 8, 10, and 12 and enjoy a service and a sermon all done within about an hour and five minutes. So uh, hang out with us, okay? That's, of course, if you're not already worshiping in another facility at another church or online with someone else. So I don't want to pull you away from the great fellowship that you already have. But if you're saying, you know what, I'm not really doing church anywhere, then make sure you hang out with me. Uh, I'd love to have you. Is that a deal? All right. I'm going to open in prayer as I always do. I'm going to give you the phone number so you'll always have a way to connect with me. Here is my number. Let me give that to you now. 888-432-7434. Got it? 888-432-7434. And today we're talking about the wisdom of words. Your words do have power. And just as uh, Coach John Gruden uh, has probably found out, and if you don't know about this sports story, I'll tell you a little bit more uh, about who he is and what happened over the last week with him. And the question is, how can you use or choose your words wisely? And should anything you say be held against you? Uh, So let's talk about that. And what kind of words can we speak that actually will have a positive effect in the world and in our lives and uh, that will bolster our faith as well? We can talk about all of this, but I'd love for you to use your words to call me, uh, to talk with me about this, and uh, to see uh, which way our show goes today. Because, you know, I'm live and I'm hanging out with you, and you're hanging out with me. Praise the Lord. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you that you uh, used your words and spoke into existence all that we see and experience as human beings. And thank you for uh, reaching down and grabbing the the dirt and making man uh, and uh, female out of him. And thank you, Lord, for 
uh, just allowing us to speak words of life and not death. We pray for today's uh, connection with my listeners, whether they're on Facebook Live, uh, whether they're on YouTube Live, or whether they're on radio or WAVA.com. In Jesus' name we pray. Everybody said together, amen. Wherever you are, you can say amen, can't you? That means I agree, I agree, I agree. Well, my number is 888-43-BRIDGE. The Las Vegas Raiders, they're a National Football League team. If you're not into football, it's the biggest, one of the biggest sports stories right now. Uh, Coach John Gruden uh, was already engulfed in controversy over a 10-year old racist email about NFL Players Association Executive Director DeMorris Smith. Now, after the explosive New York Times report, Gruden must answer for a slew of hateful messages sent over several years, I think since 2011. Gruden uh, sent an email from uh, about DeMorris, and it's spelled D-E-M-A-U-R-I-C-E, and you'll know why I'm spelling it in a minute, but it's DeMorris Smith. He is the executive director of the uh, NFL Players Association. He also is African-American. So he, he was sending an email to a team executive about him, and Gruden's email described Smith with a racist trope, uh, you know, common in anti-black imagery. This is what he said. He said, DeBoris, Dumboris, so remember his name is DeMorris, but he spelled it in his email, D-U-M-B, like dumb, O-R-I-S-S, Dumboris Smith, has lips the size of Michelin tires. That's what he wrote in the email that was reviewed by the Wall Street Journal. So there was that. Okay, so maybe you're talking negatively about somebody else who you don't like. Uh, maybe uh, as you're writing to the NFL uh, football team, the Washington football team uh, executive, you're you know mad about the executive director of the National Football Players Association, but using the anti-black imagery, talking about how big his lips are and changing his name from Demoris to Dumb, uh, that kind of has something veiled to it. Maybe it's not that bad. Maybe you should say, hey, sorry, didn't mean to hurt anybody. Uh, it was wrong. It was in bad, uh, bad, you know, uh, discernment, bad judgment. Okay, so you could go with that. All right, here's the problem. The Gruden email saga is no longer just about racism because he has been exposed for making homophobic and misogynistic comments, too. In the emails that included a longtime friend and former colleague, Bruce Allen, who at the time was president of the organization now known as the Washington football team, which uh, for those of you in the area, you know them. They used to have another name. Uh, Gruden had disparaging words about nearly every progressive thing that has occurred in the NFL over the past a decade, including uh, gays and women. He denigrated the historical draft selection of the openly gay uh, Michael Sam. Uh, so for some of you, you're like, well, maybe I agree. Maybe I don't want uh, gay players. So that's a conversation worth having, but he did definitely dem denigrate him. Uh, in addition, he den denigrated uh, female referees. All right. And so uh, he didn't necessarily like that. When I was watching football this weekend, I saw a couple of ladies who were referees. I'm like, wow, they have long hair. They're, re they're female referees. So that's a thing now. Uh, and, of course, he was very much against uh, play, uh, the players who would ba bend down uh, and bow down for the national uh, anthem. And he also exchanged emails with uh, Bruce Allen and others 
that included lewd photos of women. So uh, his reputation turned out to be too much collateral damage for the NFL, so he pretty much uh, resigned uh, quickly over the weekend. So that's uh, sort of one of the hottest stories uh, in the news, especially in sports today. Maybe you'll remember John Gruden because he was a analyst, a football analyst, and uh, uh, you know sat at the desk for many of the games to uh, give his comments as a commentator. So anyway, the, the today's show then is about the words that we use and should we really be held accountable for the words we used in the past uh maybe we put them on social media should should they be held against us what do you think yes or no or yes with explanation no with explanation <laughs> i'd love to hear your thoughts on this 888-432-7434 that's 888-43-BRIDGE this is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I'll be right back. waterproofing and Best Buy design build. So, who is this superhero guy flying over the neighborhood looking for leaky basements and leaky roofs to repair? Visit BestBuyWaterproofing.com or call 844-980-3707-247 to see what heroic home repair services look like. Basement waterproofing, mold and mildew remediation, structural repair, foundation crack injection, sump pump systems, roofing and gutters, siding and decks. So, you went to BestBuyWaterproofing.com and called 844-980-3707. Who's the real hero now? You are. Under one roof, from one side to the other. Under one roof, from the inside out. We've got you covered from top to bottom. At Best Buy, your whole house is our business. Best Buy. We all want to get back to normal. And getting the COVID-19 vaccine puts us closer to that goal. Getting vaccinated is a critical step towards reducing the impact COVID-19 has on our family, friends, and neighbors. Did you know hundreds of thousands of Prince Georgians have received at least the first dose? This is huge, and we need your help to continue fighting the virus by getting vaccinated. Vaccinations are now available at Prince George's County operated COVID-19 clinics for individuals 12 and older who live or work in the county. Eligible individuals do not need an appointment to get vaccinated, but do require consent from a parent or legal guardian for individuals 17 and younger. So get vaccinated today and let your family, friends, and community know that you're proud to be protected. Visit mypgc.us forward slash COVID vaccine to learn more. If you live in the Bowie, Greenbelt, Glendale, or Woodmore area, anywhere in that vicinity, guess what? Laser Landscaping LLC wants to make your lawn look 
beautiful. They will mow your lawn. They'll edge around the outskirts of your lawn. They'll put up plants, whatever you need to make your house pop. They'll do it for you. Give them a call, 240-516-4967. That's 240-516-4967. Ask for the owner, Fidel, and tell them that Dr. Anderson sent you. Have you ever listened to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson and wondered how we come up with heartfelt discussions on Marriage Mondays or engaging topics on Tough Topic Tuesdays? Well, our listeners are our inspiration. We would love to keep hearing from you. So if you have an idea for the show, let us know because comprehension begins with conversation. Send us your ideas by sending an email to info at andersonspeaks.com and join the conversation on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Happy Wisdom Wednesday to you. How you doing? We're talking about the wisdom of your words, the wisdom of my words, the wisdom of words of others. And uh, should your words be held against you, uh, especially something you said maybe 10 years ago, 20 years ago, uh, maybe some emails were flying that you probably wish you could get back and you can or can't, or maybe you posted some things you shouldn't have. Well, John Gruden, uh, if you haven't heard, he is a football commentator, football coach, and he has resigned over the weekend. It's big news in the sports world. For those of you who are not into football or sports, you're like, who's he? Got it. Understand. Uh, but the broader topic is about the words used, and evidently uh, there have been 650,000 uh, emails that are being reviewed uh, uh, because of uh, investigation against the Washington football team. And in that uh, tranche of emails. John Gruden, one of the football coaches for the Raiders out of Las Vegas, unfortunately, uh, last 10 years has written some things that were pretty, uh, well, let's just say racially offensive, uh, misogynistic, meaning offensive to women, as well as offensive to gay people. And so all of that's just kind of coming out now. And uh, so that's why he resigned. Uh, a lot of people liked him. I liked him as a football uh, football coach and just the kind of his demeanor, you know, it's kind of like what a coach is type thing. But, uh, yeah, he's out. So what do y'all think about that? Should he be out? Uh, is it cancel culture or is it accountability? Uh, and then what about our words as well? Uh, what do we do with that? So I'd love to hear your thoughts. Uh, big hello to uh, Angela Hall, who's uh, said hello to us from Fredericksburg, Virginia. Thanks a lot for listening. If you want to give me a call to give me your thoughts, remember you can always put my phone number in your speed dial and keep it there in your contacts. My number is 888-432-7434. That's 888-432-7434. Or just remember the word bridge, 888-43-BRIDGE. Hello to Daryl Musgrove and uh, Leslie Lightfoot Anderson. Thanks a lot for chiming in. Uh, Linda Genty Iskerzak says, I think all people should have freedom of speech, but if that speech shows their ignorance, hatefulness, and or lack of good character, then they do not belong in a position of leadership anywhere. Thank you for your comment, Linda. All right, let's go to the phone lines to Boot Maryland first to talk to Anonymous who's on the line. Hi, Anonymous. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you today? Hey, Dr. 
Good. Doctor Anderson, can you hear me okay? Do yes, I can. God bless you. Welcome, sir. Real quick, please shout out to your staff. That the way they answer the phone is just so polite and courteous. I love it. Oh, that's wonderful. Thank you for that. Yeah, uh, Dr. Anderson, real quick, uh, hopefully, I, you know, if I get off the theme of Wisdom Wednesday, that's fine. If you don't want to answer, that's fine. But uh, just so my heart is in the right place, can you uh, define for me, please, uh, misogyny and then also homophobia in terms of um, – because my, my question is, uh, is the Bible considered inherently, I guess, misogynistic and homophobic? Yeah, I guess both of those are terms that we uh, define and use in culture. It's not necessarily uh, the Bible's words, but uh, misogynistic, I guess, basically is negative uh, comments about women uh, that are offensive and probably would be defined by women as offensive. And homophobic would be the same thing, but offensive toward toward gay people. Uh, you know, so homo means same, right? So fear of uh, people who are uh, same-sex relationship. So that's maybe the broad definition where I think you're going, and you tell me, sir, if I'm going in this direction that you're thinking or if I'm reading it wrong. But could it be that you're saying, hey, listen, just because the Bible may say, us that um you know a man sleeping with a man is unbiblical and wrong it shouldn't make it uh homophobic it just makes it true uh, am i on the right track or w with what you're thinking anonymous or not yes yeah uh, yes sir yes you are dr anderson and uh that's actually a relief because i had to really check myself and said man am i no different than i'm, I'm of course i wouldn't <laughs> do what uh the coach said that's not what, what i'm saying um but no yes you are yeah and and you know i guess with the with, with the coach i think his problem was the words he used like for you and again i don't know are you african-american by chance uh yes okay so i used to attend your church we missed it we only reason we uh no longer there because we moved <laughs> oh really hey well listen but anyway yeah come back and see me anytime but uh listen uh because I'm African-American, too, so you know that. You're African-American male. So if somebody wants to talk about black people and have a conversation about black people, that doesn't make them racist. Even if they have a disagreement with what uh, what maybe the traditional black folk may think about something, it doesn't make them racist. And I think what we do and the problem we have is we call people racist who really want to have an honest discussion, and maybe they uh, could be ignorant of the discussion point, or maybe they just don't see it from the same perspective because they have a different experience. That's okay. We should allow for that kind of conversation. But if they use the N-word and they know the N-word is offensive, that's a problem. At that point, you're like, what you just said was racist. Whether you know, Who cares what your perspective is? Using that word uh, to, uh, in a pejorative way against me or about me is racist speech. That's what happened with Gruden. He wasn't just talking about gay people or his negative thinking about him. He used the, uh, the F word. I, of course, you know I'm not going to use it on Christian radio, and I don't even use it in my personal life. But he used a bad word that's negative and pejorative against them and because of that kind of word being used when they're beaten and and the violence that they've had over the years against them that's what makes it homophobic not the fact that you might think that wow. biblically okay. gay people shouldn't be uh getting married you know what i'm saying yes sir and the way you explain that just really taught something that it's important for me as a christian to make sure i understand all the facts first before i make a, a sort of a broad 
judgment call. But so I appreciate that. Thank you, Dr. Anderson. Oh, God bless you, man. I hope to see you again, Anonymous, from Bowie, Maryland. And if you're living in Bowie, by the way, it's not too far. Come on, man. It's about 45 minutes. They said a church alive is worth the drive. <laughs> All right. Come on. Let's go to uh, Susan, who's in Washington, D.C. Hi, Miss Susan. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you? Hi, Dr. Anderson. It's so good to talk to you. Um, I love the way you just explain things to um, the Mr. Anonymous. Okay. Um, and I agree with everything you said. Um, I think my thinking on it is he sounded ignorant, he sounded immature, and he sounded really just horrible, and he should never have said those things. You're talking about John Gruden, not the last caller, right? Yeah, John Gruden. Okay, yeah. Yeah, John Gruden. Okay. Um, (laughs) I just wanted to clarify for the listeners who may have just tuned in. (laughs) Yeah, but I don't believe in the cancer cancel culture that that we have sort of going on these days. Right. So I, because I really believe that Jesus died so that we could live. And so let's say, I don't know when all of this happened, but let's say John Gruden becomes a Christian and he truly, truly you know, follows Christ, Christ's ways, right. then I think he, or anyone really, no matter what they've done, right. are forgiven. And so, yeah. Wrong. Thank, well, Absolutely Susan, wrong. thank God that the Lord canceled our sin debt, right? I mean, that's what makes new right? life so awesome. I think in this yeah. situation, though, it could be, not that he's not forgiven, and not that he's not sorry, and mm-hmm. he's probably a cool guy, you know, he's the kind of guy I'd like to, you know, have a root beer with or something. Got it. Okay. His problem is he's got a job and he works for an employer and that job uh, is saying, you know what? You're way too much of a distraction for us. Therefore we can't do our job well if you stay around. And I think any company might have to do that. Don't you think? Oh, I totally agree. And even more so than a, than a um, distraction, it's wrong what he did, and I don't want my boys looking up to any coach who's saying or doing things like that. So, yeah, he absolutely, I agree, should have been let go. But I just I just hope he it doesn't, his decisions and the words he used ruin his life because they really can. I know, and that's so the problem for all of us, right? Like, I mean – Again, I don't know all the emails I've written in my life, and I don't know all the things I've said in my life, but I'm just guessing that if the Lord would have put up on a big screen here all the things I've ever said or done, I would, I'd want to go under the jail, <laughs> under hell. Like, I don't want anybody to see me. <laughs> and so I thank God that it's under the blood. And, and maybe for him, maybe he's already yeah. saved. You know, maybe he has some Christian brothers around him. There was 10 years of emails, and the reality is even our, our former president, the things that he used to say were really, 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 really yeah. bad. But you can still be a Christian and look back and learn and say, you know what? Okay, I screwed up. I am so sorry. Forgive yep. me. And you can yeah. really build some great bridges with women, with black people, with Hispanics, with yeah. white people. I really think that there's redemption right. in it, but it may not be his, uh, his his job. He may not be able to keep his job. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No. So. I totally agree. So thank you for bringing it up. Well, I'm glad you got to kick it with me today. I really appreciate talking to you, Susan, from Washington, D.C. God bless you. Let's see. I have time for um, Kevin from Manassas, so let's go there. Hi, Kevin. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you? Hey, Dr. Anderson. How you doing? Enjoy your show and enjoy your discussion. Thank you so much. What are you that. thinking about this topic? Well, uh, I'm 
I'm not I'm not cancel culture. Right. And to say truth, I used to be a, a Raider fan a uh, long time ago, and I remember when Gruden first talked, you know, coached the Raiders and all that, and he did really good stuff for him. Right. But it still doesn't excuse. It still doesn't make the excuse everything that what he said. We, you know, the Bible's so right that you know we have to be accountable for our words. Yeah. It's just like you know, because uh, generally, unless you're Unless you're saved, really, you know, you don't change, you know. So yeah, it change. Uh, uh, isn't it the word of God that says, uh, Kevin, that out of out of the overflow your, of the heart, the mouth speaks, right? Right, correct. And you know, um, I don't, I don't. Uh, well, I'm gonna say, no, I don't agree with the James lifestyle. Right. You know, I don't agree with anything they say. Because it's a, it's been proven that it's a choice. It's not a disease. It's not a, a feeling. It's a choice. And the God, Bible is very clear about what God says about that lifestyle. And you know, it doesn't matter what they say, what they do, sure. how good they are, just like anybody else. Hey, Kevin. If they don't confess, they don't come under the Ke- blood. Then. Thank you, Kevin. I'm sorry to cut you, but I got this break that's coming, so I'm gonna let you. Let you go. I'm coming right back, though. Let's continue the conversation. We'll be right back. Have you ever heard, leave it better than you found it? Denver Seminary needs your help to do just that, to leave it better than we found it. Well, black pastors and church leaders, we know that we are all called to serve, and Denver Seminary wants to serve you better, and your participation is critical. This is an invitation to help current and future seminary students have a richer and more meaningful experience than you might have had in seminary. We want to invite you to take part in a listening session, and that means we want to listen to you about what theological education needs to do better to engage and partner with black pastors, church leaders, and lay leaders to more fully engage and serve our communities through the redemptive, life-changing power of the gospel. The sessions are October 12th, 19th, and 26th from 6.30 to 8 p.m. We'll fellowship, have dinner, and learn together. We need to hear from you, so please join us. For more information, go to wava.com keyword pastor. That's wava.com keyword pastor. Hi, I'm Chuck, founder of A-Action Home Services. We're family-owned and operated since 1976. We specialize in plumbing, electrical, and heating. When I started A-Action, my goal was to build a business with lifelong customers. How did I do this? By respecting our customers' time and great customer service. So call us today, and you too can say, problem solved. 703-922-1900. 703-922-1900. AactionHomeServices.com. Valor Home is a veteran-focused organization for all your home needs, from baths, roofs, to windows. ValorHome.com. 833-83-VALOR. Alexa can play WAVA-FM. And hear us wherever you are on our mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, or Radio.com. Don't miss Through the Bible with J. Vernon McGee, Monday through Friday at 5.30 a.m. right here on WAVA. 
One listener that stands out that I worked with was this older couple that was interested in refinancing. They reached out to a few different lenders and you know their credit wasn't the best. I know some of these other bigger banks, you just won't hear back from them, which I cannot stand. Not everybody has the 780 credit scores and just because you don't qualify at one time doesn't mean that you'll never qualify. I'll walk you through what you have to do, whether it's two, three, six months from now. Back to that older couple, we worked with them for months and months to improve their credit. And we were able to get the loan done. We were saving them hundreds each month, thousands of dollars a year. Finally got themselves into a situation financially that they can handle and they could start saving money each month for retirement. End of the day, they just could not be happier, which just put a huge smile on my face. We. Are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Meadow Park Road, Melbourne, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to Animalist Consumer Access. Federal or Corporate Animalist Number 1330. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Welcome to the second half of the show. I'm glad you're hanging with me. It's Wisdom Wednesday. We're talking about the wisdom of words. And, uh, of course, you know your words have power. And the question is, how can you use and choose your words wisely? And should anything you say be held against you? Like with John Gruden, if you haven't heard the latest sports story uh, that he has resigned over the weekend based on a bunch of emails that have been uncovered uh, during an investigation of the Washington Redskins uh, culture with regard to women. Uh, and in all of those emails, uh, John Gruden, former coach of the L.A. Raiders and uh, ESPN, uh, you know, analyst and commentator, um, several emails were found about him speaking negatively about blacks, gays, women, et cetera. And so, uh, you know, he may hold certain views and, and they, those things would have been bad that he said were bad that he said. But should he have been canceled? Is that cancel culture? Is that accountability? And, you know, when something like this happens, is it really cancel culture? Like, did he get canceled uh, or did he cancel himself by what he did? And what I mean by that is he resigned because he realized that his, his he was becoming a distraction for the team. And he realized that, that they were really bad. Uh, so, you know, he in case I don't know. He denigrated the historical the historic draft, selecting the openly gay player, Michael Sam, uh, as well as uh, female referees. Uh, he denigrated that and uh, those that were kneeling uh, during the anthem and uh, lewd pictures of women, uh, not to mention uh, his comments about uh, Demoris Smith. He spelled his name Dumb Morris Smith, uh, and he said, quote, Dumb Morris Smith has lips the size of Michelin tires, uh, as uh, been reported by the Wall Street uh, Journal. So anyway, what do you think about this? Uh, do you think that your words should be held against you? Or, again, it's under the blood. Uh, we've made mistakes in the past. Please forgive us, but it shouldn't take our jobs away. Or, or no, uh, that's bad. Uh, shouldn't put them in emails in the first place. And let that be a word of wisdom for you. Uh, even if you have some crass talk, uh, I wouldn't say it's okay to have crass talk. But I'm saying uh, what's even more dumb is to put it in an email. All right, do not write uh, dumb stuff in emails. They can and will be used against you. Remember, they don't go away when you delete them. I just thought I would uh, educate somebody there. Okay, here's my number. I want to hear from you. 888-432-7434. We've got Anonymous from Washington, D.C. 
Hi, Anonymous. Welcome to the show. How are you today? I'm Anonymous from D.C. Are you there? Going once, going twice. I'm so sorry we couldn't pick you up, but please feel free to give us a call back. Let's go to Mike, who's on the road in Maryland. Hello, Mike. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you? Hey, very good. Thank you. Thanks for calling, my friend. What are you thinking on this topic today? Uh, I'm thinking this was not a public forum. Uh, Social media, I know, is a public forum. Certainly talking in public is a public forum. This was an email, I assume, to uh, some like-minded individual and was only uncovered by the NFL investigators or something snooping around um, in databases and finding this stuff and making it public. I am more concerned, truthfully, about the people making what is was intended to be a private conversation between two people and making it public. Mm-hmm. I mean, certainly John Gruden is disturbing, but but the, the lack of privacy and the, the slandering his name all over the place purposefully, I find every bit as much disturbing. Well, you know, you do make a, a good point. Again, emails are on a server for an organization, and if they're uh, turned over, the organization has the right to do that. So I have a server, I have employees i can look at any of their emails anytime i want but if the if there was an investigation and we had to turn over the server and they're going through emails because there's an investigation whatever comes out comes out they are reporters you know what i mean i'm not saying i'm for it trust me but and i get your point he is writing an email to a friend bruce allen and he's saying whatever he wants to say about football thinking it will never get public Unfortunately, it did. So what do you do when you can't unsee something, you know what I mean, or unsay something? Well, they, they could have fired him without. The, they could have called him and said, uh, you know, you're fired, and they didn't have to put out all this. They didn't have to ruin his chance of ever getting a coaching job ever again. Yeah, I definitely hear you on that. Again, I don't think that the Washington football team did that. I think that the reporters did that, and that's what they do. So, I, you know, I, I hear you. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want it done. Reporters were given. Yep. I mean, I really, really uh, wouldn't want that done. Reporters were given the server. Is that? Well, yeah. You, 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 reporters you, were given the server. Yeah, that's a great point. I don't know how they got it. That's a great question. Maybe I should have my <laughs> researchers uh, find out how. How in the world did the Washington Journal and the New York Times uh, get six hundred and fifty thousand emails? So that'd be a really good. Uh, investigation on my part to find that out but i wouldn't want it i wouldn't want it done on me or you mike that's for sure well i i I would defend your right to as well but you know yeah if you say something in public you say something on social media then yes be held accountable for everything you say but uh you know in this particular case he's you know he's i don't think he ever felt this was going to come come to light i don't think he wanted to come to light and if you're going to fire everybody who's ever had a negative thought or Heck, ra- uh, be it racist, misogynist, homophobic, boy, there's going to be a whole lot of people out of work. Understood that. Hey, thanks for calling in, my friend. I'm going to run my Thank commercial you. break. As soon as I get back anonymous from Washington, D.C., I'm going to try you again. Maybe I'll get you uh, this time, but just hold on through the break. And for the rest of you, say uh, hello to my call screener, uh, Maria. Make sure you smile at her until uh, uh, dawn, rather. It's dawn today. Make sure you smile at her, and uh, she will uh, smile back and get you right up on my screen so I can talk to you before the show ends. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson.
happiness is closer than you think. My listeners already know I believe in professional counseling, and I'm happy to tell you how you can get outstanding counseling right at home, at work, or wherever you feel most comfortable. It's easy with eHome Counseling. You can get an outstanding counselor via video. Convenient, confidential, and flexible. You know, sometimes life is hard, but eHome Counseling will help you. They'll help you through your struggles of depression, anxiety, addiction, or PTSD. eHome Counseling can help. And they take major insurance. So give them a call at 833-40-E-HOME. That's 833-40-E-HOME. Or catch them online, ehomegroup.com. That's ehomegroup.com. Happiness is closer than you think. Want more Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson? You can now catch Dr. Anderson's half-hour radio highlight show on Saturdays at 3 p.m. right here on WAVA 105.1. You'll enjoy recent conversations he's had with callers to this show. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Weekend Edition, Saturday, 3 p.m. on WAVA. Check it out. For more information about Dr. Anderson, visit andersonspeaks.com. Does your church have legal challenges? McCullum & Associates has experience with pastor-church relations, administration and organizational issues, church liability and risk management, and real estate matters. This firm understands the legal aspects of the problems, as well as the spiritual implications of those same problems inside and outside the court. Call McCullum & Associates today at 301-864-6070. That's 301-864-6070. 864-6070. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. To watch on Facebook Live or to view past episodes, visit Dr. Anderson's public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. You can also watch live on YouTube. Just search for Anderson Speaks, all one word, and make sure to subscribe. Join our text community and receive a free weekly text from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 97000. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's me, Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're talking about the wisdom of your words, and we do thank God for his word and his chastisement, his encouragement, his exhortation to help us speak well. It says in Ephesians 4.29, do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful and for building others up according to their needs so that it may benefit those who listen. Proverbs 21.23 says, those who guard their mouths and their tongues keep themselves from calamity. Marcus Roberts writes on my Facebook page, how long do we have to excuse people like this? His apology is just as offensive. The coach used the words in a disrespectful and degrading way. There is no excuse for his actions, especially in the position 
he holds. Yeah, to forgive him is one thing, but if I was ever his friend, I would never trust him or would want to be around him. That's uh, Marcus Roberts. Thank you for your comments there. I'm going to see if I can grab Anonymous now, who's in Washington, D.C. Hi, Anonymous. You're on the air. How are you? Okay. (laughs) You are live on the air. What's your comment or question? Hi. Hi, Dr. Anderson. Yes, ma'am. How are you? Oh, hi, Dr. Anderson. Fine. How you doing? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Look like you're having some uh, some conversations over there. You having a good time over there in uh, Washington? <laughs> I am having a good time. I'm, a, I'm back now. What I wanted to say, Dr. Anderson, is that you look like you can join on somebody. And you know what? I'm a person. I like joking, too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I really think he probably didn't mean it. But here's the wisdom in it all. I'm glad he took the responsibility as a man to say, okay, I'm going to resign. Okay, okay? Right. Now, This is where the courtier is going, and you did catch me saying this, I'm going to resign. So I appreciate that about him. Right. And I think the wisdom is for all of us going forward is to not to be putting anything on these work computers. Right. You know, because people have conversations all the time. Right. People on everybody in the world. Like you said, right. everybody, all of us probably would be guilty. Number one, they should have got rid of Trump when he was talking really bad about people. So, <laughs> no, well, did, did anything happen with him? No. no. But that that is <laughs> actually, though, that's a question I have, and that is this. Is it better to fight it and deny it and be uh, sort of – uh, resistant to to correction, or do you apologize and resign? And he apologized and resigned. He did, but then you lose. Then you tend to lose everything. But what about the Trump model, where you you don't resign, you don't admit it, you deny it, you, or you say big, no right. big deal and keep moving? That's also a way to deal with with crisis communication. Exactly. This world is very hypocritical, and it's the last thing I'm going to say about it, because you know what? When we talk about the N-word, and I'm writing a book about it, when we talk about the N-word, Dr. Anderson, mm-hmm. guess what? It's okay for the rappers to say it all day long and black people to call other black people nigger. I'm sorry, the N-word. Okay. Yeah, there but you go. <laughs> when, we when on white radio. people say it, <laughs> right. I say N-word, but when white people say it, then you want to say, oh, it's a hypocritical world. And so we can't have the black people using that word neither. Well, and that's I, what I'm going to say, Dr. Anderson. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad you said it. Thanks for hanging out with me today. God bless you. Uh, bye-bye. That's Anonymous in Washington, D.C. And the N-word is a whole discussion we can have within culture, intra-culture, uh, where it's not the E-R, but it's the A. Uh, and so there are some words that, intra-cultural groups can use with one another, whether they're Asians or Hispanics or whatever. There are certain words that they can use, whereas I can't use them if I'm not from that culture. And even if it's the N-word, if it's the A at the end as opposed to the E-R, it's the way it's being being used. But I still hear you about the double, uh, sort of the double standard, but that's probably true about everything. You know, if I'm Jewish, I uh, had a Jewish friend said, listen, if I want to talk about my mama being fat or her nose being big, I can do it, but you can't. And in a sense, uh, that's probably true for all of us. It's just that some people don't want anybody to tell them what they can't do. If anybody else can do it, I can do it. And, and I'm mad that you're regulating anything I say. Uh, but the reality is, is within cultural groups, there are things that 
you might be able to might be able to say you know when when a, a a black woman talks about her man and and says yeah that's my boy you know and uh bye boy or boy you better stop well you know that's all affection right uh but if it's said to a 50 year old black man by a, a white person uh boy you need to do your job it's it's a different meaning and so part of language is understanding the the power of the meaning within the words all right and that's the and that's really uh the issue not just the words but the meaning cuz words are nothing unless you load meaning into them and then once you load meaning into them that's how uh we need to think about them as well when i say words are nothing what i mean is how it's how we define them right and so if i say take out the trash that's different than saying your mouth is trash you know same word uh and it both means garbage but one has to deal with speech and one has to deal with the rubbish. Uh, and so, anyway, I want to hear your thoughts on it. i still got a few minutes left if you want to give me a call. My phone number is 888-432-7434. One of the words we were never really allowed to use and, uh, and call people, and I still, with my children, growing up, they were never allowed to use the word stupid. You know, because, again, it wasn't like uh, – as stupid though, it wasn't like stupidity. It was like used to tell somebody that they were less than. And so that was a bad word in our house. But it may not have been a bad word in somebody else's house. You know, or we can use that word, but it's different. It's not like S-T-U-P-I-D, but it's like S-T-O-O-P-I-D. Like, you're so stupid. That was so stupid. And you're laughing because of a joke. You understand? So it's about how you load meaning into words. All right, 888-43-BRIDGE. Well, what does Psalm 141.3 say? Set a guard over my mouth, Lord. Keep watch over the door of my lips. So that may be a prayer that all of us can pray, right? Let's use the Gruden situation as a a teaching moment for all of us. Uh, We never want to just talk down about a person. Uh, And so we're using it as an example, but we must have mercy and grace and and compassion, but use it as a lesson for our own lives. And Psalm 141.3 is a great prayer to highlight and underline in your Bible. If you have a place where you can write it down, uh, write down the reference one more time and make it a memory verse and a prayer. Are you ready? Here it is. Psalm 141.3, I quote, Set a guard over my mouth, Lord. Keep watch over the door of my lips, end quote. Wow. Like, is that a cool prayer? Is that like, is it, could any, does anybody need that prayer right there? Some of y'all saying, you know what? Thank you, Doc, because I need that right now. What I'm about to say to the driver near me, or you know what I'm saying? So some of y'all, this is a perfect, perfect verse for you. I'll say it again. Set a guard over my mouth, Lord. Keep watch over the door of my lips. Lord, don't let me let it out. Anybody ever had a foot in their mouth? Mm-mm-mm. Psalm 141, 3. I hope that blesses you. I like what Patrick Ruffin says. He says, words are like toothpaste. Once it comes out, it is hard to, oops, I just lost on my Facebook page. Once, (laughs) sorry about that, Patrick Ruffin. Let me see if I can pull that up one more time. I think it says, hang on, hang on, hang on before my break. And let me see, because I thought it was so good. It was about toothpaste, though. Well, all right. Well, you can write it again. I'll see if I can pull it back up during the break because I do have to run for my break. But I'm sure it was something like, you know, toothpaste, once it comes out, you can't put it back in. 
but I really wanted to read your exact words, so forgive me on that one. Let me run to my break. I'll be right back. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Attention Americans eligible for Medicare. With so many changes, make sure your plan is the right fit with a free service from SmartMatch Insurance. SmartMatch compares thousands of Medicare plans from national insurance companies. In minutes, you'll know if a new plan can get you extra coverage and save you money. SmartMatch is like having a personal Medicare consultant who can help you get a better plan, including plans with $0 copays, $0 deductibles, even $0 premiums, plus dental and vision coverage for no additional cost, even benefits for hearing aids and diabetic supplies. Having the wrong Medicare plan can cost you thousands. Smart Match makes it easy to find the right one with their free, smart, and unbiased help. If you find a plan you like, they can even enroll you on the spot. The Smart Match service is free and there is no obligation. So call Smart Match and start saving today. Call 855-254-4504. That's 855-254-4504. 855-254-4504. You wanted to do something good for yourself. So you did it. You made the resolution to quit smoking. Quitting can be hard, but you can do it. You may just need a little help, and help is available. Call the quit line at 1-800-QUIT-NOW or go to quitnow.net slash Virginia. Quitting smoking can be hard, but you can do it, and we can help. Call the quit line. Now's the time. You can do it. You got this. Hi, I'm Chuck, founder of A-Action Home Services. We're family-owned and operated since 1976. We specialize in plumbing, electrical, and heating. When I started A-Action, my goal was to build a business with lifelong customers. How did I do this? By respecting our customers' time and great customer service. So call us today, and you too can say, problem solved. 703-922-1900. AactionHomeServices.com. Hello, I'm Everett Helmuth, owner and president of the Passport Automotive Group. During this unique time in our history, we at Passport Auto want you to know that we're considered an essential business and we're open to meet your automotive needs. As you manage taking care of your family during this current situation, we know that your vehicle may play a key role. If you're looking to purchase or service a vehicle, we want to assure you that we're doing everything we can to promote a safe and secure experience. We encourage you to utilize our at-home car buying resources like viewing our ex website, having us send you a video walkthrough of the vehicle you're interested in, purchasing that vehicle online, or if you prefer, we'll bring the entire auto buying experience to the safety of your home or office. Passport sells and services new and certified pre-owned vehicles in the brands you love, BMW, Infiniti, Toyota, Nissan, Mazda, and Mini Cooper. We have nine convenient locations in Virginia and Maryland. Visit us today at PassportAuto.com. We look forward to working with you and keeping you safe. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How are you? Thanks for hanging out with me today. We've been having a conversation uh, about words and how they matter. And at the same time, should you be canceled if you say the wrong thing and uh, held against, have your words held against you? Of course, we know what the scripture says about the kind of words we're supposed to use and 
you know, John says we stumble. We all stumble in many ways. Anyone who is never at fault in what they say is perfect, able to keep their whole body in check. That's what it says in James 3, verse 2. So I think we all have work to do here, and I hope that I'm encouraging you along the way. All right, let me take my final call today. That's Lisa. She's in um, Alexandria, Virginia. Hello, Miss Lisa. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you? Oh, hi. How are you? Fine. Thanks. Thank you for thanks calling. Thanks for taking me. Um, of course. Um, what are you yeah. thinking? Okay. I, I, yeah. Thanks. Uh, well, I have to make it quick. Um, I was just wondering if you wouldn't mind, uh, since you made a reference to the former president. Yeah. Um, if you would just kind of be a little more sp- more specific, you know, not ask me a question, but sure. just kind of answer the question about general things that he has said about other people, other groups different from himself. Yeah, you could you, you be a little more specific about it and not ask me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no worries. Um I, I mean I, I could give you multiple examples. I'll just give you one. Do you remember uh when uh he was with uh the guy uh, Bush, not the president, I can't Billy Bush coming off of the truck, uh, off the big bus and the things that he said, I can't say it on the radio that he mm-hmm. said about grabbing women's uh private parts. Do you remember that? That's just one, but do you remember that one? Can you just give me an idea? Was that before his conversion and his changeover? Oh, I don't you know, think it's... We've all done things in well, the past. Yeah, I don't How think... How long ago was that? Hang on. I don't think President Trump has ever uh, given a verbal testimony of his conversion. Have you ever heard it? Uh, well, we know that he has because we can see no, it we in don't. his life. I mean, no, we don't. Total different. Okay, well, that's, that's okay. I yeah. tried talking with you. Yeah, no. What did you see in his life? 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 Nope. If you said you see it in his life, give me the fruit of it. What have you seen in his life that says he's a born-again Christian? If he hasn't said it with his mouth, what has he done with his life that would say he's a Christian? That You said he said that. Was that like two years ago or 20 years ago? That was on tape. No, not on what it was on. How long ago? It was his voice. Was this I don't like know. Was like a recent thing or before you know, years have, ago when he was younger? You'll have, you have to Google it. Just pull it up. It's really, really easy to find. It's probably, I, I would guess it was in the last five years, but double check. You, you tell me. I mean, he doesn't look like he was young back in the... No, uh, I called to ask you, because you're making the statement. Would you mind telling me? Yeah, just look it up. Because you're the one I, making the just, general quick just statement look it up. and you're not following up without my having to ask you. Well, tell me about, <laughs> tell me about his Christian witness, ma'am. No, I called to ask you the question. Well, about but why it's my show, so I can ask you questions too. So if you want to call and bring that up, which I don't mind well, you bringing I it up, I question, don't mind. I would like bye, to- bye. I don't mind bring you bringing it up, but if you want to argue with me as if you're the host, it's not going to happen. It's my show, so let's just make that really clear. But my point is simply this: all of us can use our words. One of the things we're supposed to do is give a testimony with our mouth. And the simple question I asked you was have you heard the testimony from his mouth that he is born again or a believer? And you talked about his conversion. What's the fruit? Now, the show is not about him, but he's used enough words to give all all of us enough uh, conversation points. The show really is not about him. It's about our words and specifically the example we use of Scrooge. And so should anything we say be held against us? That's what the topic was. And I think this is good for all of us to ask us, Lord, you know, how do we guard our mouths and make sure that what we say is more bridge building and less tearing down? Well, let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for the opportunity to have this kind of conversation. I even pray for my last listener too, Lord, that, uh, you know, she would uh, not be offended, but would do a little research on her own as well. In Jesus' name, amen and amen.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.